0: welcome you're listening to
1: Mystic Moon Cafe
0: Well hello everyone welcome to cafe we have June here and the amazing Wendy, and the
1: incredible Jacob hello
0: <laughs> after the 65th day, of Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it's been a, a chill day. Huh?
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, in more ways than one. <laughs> okay, the page back up again. Okey-dokey. So, if you are joining us,
1: we're going to have a very special show today. We're going to talk about all things from uh, October and maybe a little after, but uh, a little after, yeah. It's still in the spirit yeah, of Halloween, right? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, still, we're the thirteenth today, even though it's not Friday, but still, <laughs> <laughs> still <It's> not
0: thirteenth. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's the thirteenth, but. Uh, Oh, I mean, what should we talk about? Should we talk about, um, some of our, should we go back to the beginning of October and work our way up? Or?
2: Uh, well, well you know, I think, I think that's a good idea. I mean, I did, uh, we've got the calendar of the ghostly shows. I dropped a link, and this is pretty much in the order That the shows aired when we get to Ghost Adventures. I kind of combined it because Ghost Adventures was a month of special events. You know, it had a mini-series and then it had the Halloween special. But um, if you want to follow along with the order we're going to go in, um, I've got a link in the chat you can use over at Mystic Moon Cafe. Um, They'll take you to Ghostly, which has that calendar. But also, let's let's not forget, we're going to talk about some paranormal events. Uh, a ghost went to, so J- that would be June and myself. And then, you know, talk about some of the ghost hunting that happened in October. And we can go back and talk about that big Centralia event as well. But mm-hmm. um, I have about 50,000 tabs open, but I'm over at Ghostly. And, yeah. um... If you just want to talk, like, these are the shows we're going to hit. So we've got Holzer Files, Haunted Salem Live, we've got Ghost Nation, Destination Fear. Actually, that one's a love order. Destination Fear came out later in October. Of course, a full month of Ghost Adventure specials, which I'm sure we'll have a hoot and holler with. Um now the other show I've gotten here is Ghost Hunters twenty nineteen. So this is Grant and Crew. It it debuted actually in August. But there's a lot of episodes, and of course it ran through October, so I've got them in there. And I end with the world's biggest ghost hunt at Penhurst Asylum. So we could start with Holzer Files since it was the very first. Ghosty special Go- Tober show that came out. Sure. Okay. I
1: mean,
0: even though I have to sessions um, that I don't think I've heard any, of it. and I don't even think I've seen the trailer for.
1: Oh. Uh, well, but let's. I know okay.
2: Yes. 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 So, if we take the whole surprise, just so you know. All right. Should we? Okay, let's just put, set some ground rules, right? Okay. Yeah. When we right. re, when we first start talking about the shows, let's focus on the fun because you watch shows for entertainment. And once we're done with the fun, we can skewer them from the actual ghost hunting perspective. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, because really, it's entertaining. So I yeah, I I have I will say thank you to my ghostly activities readers. Who have chimed in on my Ghost Tober post as well as my show reviews. And they pretty much said it straight with me. Like, I don't really care about ghost hunting techniques. Just show me scared people. So, okay. let's. So, there. I mean, I get it. It's TV shows, right? It's okay. got to be fun, or we're not going to watch it. But with the holes or files, June, you're not alone. No one's watching the show on travel. I. So, okay. I checked the ratings, because I'm like that. I, just so you know, guys, I try to be fair to the shows, and I try to watch them all. However, some shows, you know, is must-watch, must and some are binge-watching on the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So, in the case of Holes or Files, it debuted, I think it was on, like, October 3rd or October 4th. I'm pretty sure it was October 3rd. And it debuted... Not so hot, at about 450,000 viewers t- for live tune-in, and now it's it's about a ghost bait level. It's about 350,000 Ooh, watch it with broadcast. That's, not good. that's yeah, really gen- not good. Yeah, generally speaking for the major cable networks, then that would be like travel, discovery, A&E proper. I'll just keep it to that. <laughs> Usually you've got to be above 500,000 every week, or average wow. it out. So we don't know what's happening with... With um the delayed viewing, and remember, I mean, Travel Channel repeats these shows a lot. So, um, and that's Mikey here in the background. My my, my fur kid wants the ball. <laughs> but getting into it, um, so the show follows three investigators. And there's like two associates too. So you got Dave Schrader, and uh, was it Darkness Radio? I think is his show. And you've got um, Cindy Kaza, who's a psychic medium. She did a lot of training in the UK, and I think she's considered an evidential, or maybe it's experiential, psychic medium. So all the information she gets should be you should be able to prove it. And then they've got the tech guy named Shane. But at the beginning of the episode, it shows Dave Schrader sit down, and he's got Gabe Roth who is a paranormal historian slash researcher. Not like an active investigator. But, you know, does a lot of the history with the haunts and stuff like that. And then you also have Alexandra uh, Holzer, so Anza's daughter. Mm. And she's talking about, like, her dad's experiences with the cases. I don't know how well she would remember. I mean, she had to be a really little kid when the stuff was going on in the 70s, right? But how, you know, how old is she? Wow. Uh well, I'm just guessing based off the show. I haven't checked out her like bio bio like the other uh cast members, but she's got to be in her 40s or early 50s. Okay. So she was a little kid okay. at the time. Okay. And um you know, she talks about her dad and the cases and stuff like that. I think Hans passed away in 1990, I think. Uh, And she gives some context around the psychic mediums they used and I think one is an Ethel and the other one might be a Myrtle. I could be screwing this up. It's it's in the review on Ghostly and stuff like that. Anyway, so Dave Schrader sits down, gets the details on the haunt, talks to Gabe, talks to Alexandra, which sets the foundation for the ghost hunt. When they do a walkthrough of the haunted location, it's really Cindy that runs the show, the psychic medium. And she's always got her uh, for automatic writing, you know, her big marker and, and the and the big pad of paper. Um, and she goes through and then, you know, it sets up for the investigation later. But in, in the case of the investigation, this is one thing I don't like, but this is far more common nowadays with the ghosty shows, is that, um, like, Cindy and Shane are sent into scary dark places on their own. And you know these are supposed to, there could be violent activity at these haunted places, oh, you mean by but you know they get Aaron Individually. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, individually. Um, yeah. and usually yeah. something happens. There's noises. Something touches them. People get heebie-jeebies. People run out of rooms and say they'll never go back.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: So, <laughs> uh, so so for me, I like watching Cindy for sure. And Shane, who's the tech guy,
1: Um, you know,
2: he doesn't do a whole lot on the shows. Mind you, I've watched like four episodes, so um, in the episodes he's been there, I haven't really seen a lot. Dave spends a lot of time monitoring things and moving the team around. Occasionally he's in the room where a spirit might be, gets touched, blah, blah, blah. Um, and of course, there's the recap at the end of the show where they talk about the evidence that they had, and it's the same format that you see from all the other ghost shows. Research, I would say, they do a lot more extended research and recreations. Um, but you know, you've you've seen it all before. It's very much a heebie jeebie Cindy, c- you you watch the show for Cindy. It's pretty I... much how I would put it. Okay. And I, you know, I'm not into psychic stuff and mediumship and stuff like that, because you can't prove it. But
1: um, she's fun to watch. And,
2: yeah, that's that's pretty much the or files right there. So they, they did have one. I, they're doing a lot of historic places on the East Coast and stuff. So let me pull up uh, episode guide here.
1: Bear with me, because I have 50,000
2: tabs open. Okay. So, they've done the Rye House in New York. That was the premiere episode. Um, Not much going on there other than a handprint for evidence. You know, a lot of heebie-jeebies. Let's see, I did see the one place in... It's a mansion in a park in Manhattan. Um, and that one was pretty good, I gotta say. But still, it was people running off buildings, scared, and everything like of that. Course, so, of course. and um, oh, they're gonna go out to the Whaley house, but um, I haven't seen that episode yet.
0: You know, I can honestly say I've been doing this since about uh, what was it um, two thousand nine, two thousand five, actually. Sorry, but I have never run out of a house. For a business or anything, um, scared out of my mind saying never, you mm-hmm.
1: know. And of all the places I think I've been, maybe I don't even know how many places I've been. You know, some of these days I should just put down a count. But <laughs> <laughs> I have,
0: have, there have been a couple places I've gotten really scared um, because something weird is happening at the time, um, but I
1: still stayed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
2: yeah i I what mean I've never been scared. The only time I've been scared is because some living whack job has um yeah. I'm much free of living. Death, yes, yes. mhm um so i don't let's see if anyone in the chat talking about holes or files i i everyone that's commented on ghostly activities about it has been into Cindy not so much into Dave and no one talks about Shane so you know i concur with with the readers about Cindy Caza i mean like and she's got some star quality about her so it's she's the kind of lady you'd actually want to watch do the ghost uh, hunts um i would say she's a far more less dramatic and serious and confident amy allen cuz i have no other she's definitely not a chip coffee okay <laughs> oh, um little chip and his yeah little star. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah well you know that that's a good segue into haunted salem live uh oh,
0: that, i could only watch about 20 minutes
2: of it that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. And you, you know though i have to say that i started
0: watching this and as soon as i started watching this probably about 15 minutes in that is when he died
1: but not start it again so i blame it on <laughs> 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 that, uh, my, my it's actually my, and um, so now yeah, it doesn't work. So she's gonna get a new TV because of the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just have to say.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, so with haunted Salem, okay, so with haunted Salem live, I was actually kind of surprised they were doing it so early in the month because a lot of the events, I'll call it like big stunt or tent pole ghost hunt things, you know, come closer to. Halloween, but I get Travel Channel probably didn't want to do anything that could um, conflict with big Ghost Adventures Conjuring House event special, though that one was pre-recorded. They actually filmed that one in July. Um, I was doing some research on that, but let, let's get back to Haunted Salem Live. Um, so, from the positives... Um, I hope someone's monitoring the chat here. Um, it'll be interesting to see everyone's opinions coming in here on the shows. But with Haunted Salem Live, I will say I will give Tra- Travel Channel kudos for trying to do something this big and sprawled out live uh, with multiple teams and setups. So I- I'll give them kudos, mind you. They also do haunting or Haunted Live which had the Tennessee Wraith Chasers on it. So, I mean, they've got experience. They've done a season or two, I think, of this show. And, But this was really ambitious. So four hours three big locations, which in Salem, Massachusetts, you know, the town with the witch trials. you got the Proctor House, I think it's Ipswich Gowl, and Rockefeller's, which is a restaurant. And they brought in four teams that anchor their reality TV programming. Like, Ghost Adventures wasn't there, don't get me wrong, but you had uh, Ghost Brothers and Disclosure. I watched, like, one episode of it, thought it was trash, never watched it again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I wasn't even... Like, I didn't even get any fun out of it. I'm just like, really? This is your shtick? Okay. Um, it had Cindy and Dave from the Holzer Files, though Cindy was teamed up with Ghost Brothers. Dave kind of hung out at with, with the um, host who, I think his name is Jamie Kaler. He's also the MC for Haunted Live, so that guy. So he he did a lot of in-between breaks with teams. He would you know, do his bit about where they're seeing evidence and stuff like that. Uh, you had Kindred Spirit, so Amy Bruni and Adam Barry, and you had, um, why am I going blank on this right now? God knows Brother Holzer files. Oh, yeah, you got Portals to Hell in there, so Jack and Katrina. And there were some guests that came in along the way, like they had, uh, you know, the Wicca community was well represented, right? We're talking about Salem. You had the guy, I think his name's Tim Wood, from Live Sci-Fi TV. Which is, if you go to that site, they're monitoring haunted objects and haunted places. And you can watch the videos and stuff. So it's really well done. Um, again, it's mainly a website. They don't have a show or anything. But Tim Wood was there. You had the Newkirks. Um, what? I can't read. Greg and Dana, I think, um, are their first names. They do Week and Weird. I know them for their website. Which they need to update that thing more. I'm just saying, like besides just doing your appearances on TV and stuff, if you know, you're the haunted museum essentially that roves around okay, give me more updates. And that's just my sidebar. Okay. Sidebar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, we can we could talk more about that. And then you had uh Michelle Belanger, who used to be part of um Paranormal State back in the day with Katrina. And she showed up. And, and the guests were kind of helping the ghost hunters, but what I thought was really a nice touch is they had four cameras for streaming live on Facebook. So the community could give live input on what they're seeing from these very haunted locations. So that was really co- cool. I know on Facebook you can go and still watch that video. It's just, you know, you see a, like comments coming down in the chat bar kind of like the Matrix. <laughs> and you got the four cameras, and most of the time you didn't. I couldn't see anything happening um, with each one of these cameras on Facebook. But then again, I was also trying to watch the show. I made wow. it to hour three. It started off rocky, and that was ghost. The Ghost Brothers didn't know how to use a REM pod, and they weren't very good with the spirit box. Um, and then Amy and Adam had a gadget they don't normally use. Adam didn't look like Adam knew how to use it very well. Uh and let's just say quickly the teams went back to what they were strongest with. Uh, you know, and I kinda got over the rails where I thought I went over the rails when Michelle was helping like Jack relax, get in touch with his different psychic energies and stuff like this for for what was going on in their haunted location. The new Kirks went sigil crazy with Ghost Brothers and Cindy Kaza. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, but I will say Amy and Adam—they did bring in Chip Coffee, uh, but that when you saw Kindred Spirits, like they kept it to what they're best at. So a lot of the EVP and how they use Chip, it was like you were kind of watching an episode of Kindred Spirits—the way they were working things. Other folks seemed a little out of their element, and you could tell, like Katrina's, like not much is going on here. So they focus more on Jack and Michelle. But like I said, I only made it to hour three. Four hours is a bit of a commitment. What's every let's see what's going on in the chat. Is anything going on in the chat here? hmm So that was haunted live. Again, I'll I'll give travel kudos for trying to pull something off this big and expansive. Um but there were a lot of commercials. I swear you'd get to like three minutes of show and then three minutes of commercials. It was oh. happening all the time. I mean, it was it was a buzzkill. So you know who was paying? <laughs> well, it was yeah. the same commercials all the time. I'm just like, please, can I get I something else? Yeah.
0: That's mm-hmm. my
1: sure.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so, I don't know, June, you didn't get much, you didn't get to see a lot of Haunted Live. Wendy, did you get to see a lot of Haunted Live? I saw as much as I wanted. You
1: oh. said the 20 <laughs> minutes, yeah. <laughs> um, it was gone. Uh, I was
0: able to pay attention to about 25, maybe
1: 37. And then I had to change channel. It. Uh, it was not. Huh. I don't remember. I I, I came in when um, Ghost Brothers doing something. Something happened. All freaking out. Getting other attention. and I can't remember at all. <laughs> okay, so I was just
0: like, oh. Well, I mean, you know, like I said, I was
1: going to, like, downwatch it. I, died. I thought yeah. it was just the key. <laughs> oh, I hate what happened. So, <laughs> <a> demon. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> yeah, demon! No, <laughs> demon from hell! I bet there were well, thousands of other
2: people who lost their team too at that time. What, because they threw a brick at it? From... <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. Sort of. I can't.
1: Speaking <laughs> from the ethereal thing. Yes. Yes. Damn it, demon. But I
0: have a guard on the wall above my monitor here. Uh, it helps keep the airline. Care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Theoretically. So, overall,
1: though, I you're watching it? I mean, did you, did you find it entertaining or did you find it like oh. I
2: thought it was boring. Um and you know you I I guess the thing that was clear is you can tell who's really comfortable with ghost hunting with an audience versus who's used to more of a staged type scene setup. I- uh yeah, so, I mean... Amy and Adam were very comfortable. Well, they they started... They had nerves. You could tell when they started. They had some nerves. Um, It, it didn't last that long. By the time, you know... It, the camera only followed them for a few minutes at a time, right? So by the time it had cycled around to everyone else and came back to them, they were pretty, pretty much back into their mojo. But also, Amy and Adam do... You know, they've got a tour company. Well, Amy does. I don't know about Adam. And they do guest... I mean, they do, you know, um, ghost hunt tourism type stuff. Events. Live ghost Ah. hunts. So very comfortable. Like, if you've ever seen Nick Groff live, because, you know, he's got a tour company, Nick Groff Productions. He puts these things up. Very comfortable with a crowd of people following him real-time. Stuff like that. You know, Ghost Brothers, it just didn't work with them. And it it just seemed like they're used to producers set up the events. I mean the scenes essentially, and um, let's see. And then portals to hell. It just nothing was happening with what they were doing. Um, but and, but I mean both of them are very comfortable on camera and stuff like that. It's just really out of anyone they didn't have much going on. So. Yeah, um, but Cindy so, was with so, um, Ghost Brothers, so Jack. So Jack, Jack. Didn't have a uh, you know a, a a sound? Did you hear that? <laughs> his See his foot yeah. kicking the ball by accident. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I thought at the beginning he might have fibbed a little something because he was talk. I, I I will say when Katrina and Jack came on because they were wearing different suits and they were being filmed live, and they had cameras. They said that they could only use their EMF meters and stuff for guidance simply because they had all this electronic gear with them. So it was going to get false positives that they brought that up right away. Um, But then he also talked about increasing EMF, and he's got like his flashlight right up to the EMF meter. (laughs) I'm like, well, yeah, it's a digital meter, so we can read that in the dark. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I, I thought the group that was that probably did the best was the Kindred Spirits group, because they, they didn't try to do anything too different from what they normally do on the show. Um, and Cindy Casa was with Ghost Brothers, and she's writing stuff all the time. But the that group also had the New Kirks and the guy from Live Sci-Fi come in, so you were kind of distracted from what they were necessarily doing. Because of the guests. And and I think Tim Wood brought in some kind of spirit-attracting box. It's not a... Was it a Dybbuk box? It might have been a Dybbuk box. Um, for the spirits and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. um, You know, I wouldn't... Like I said, I didn't make four hours. Four hours is a bit of a commitment. But I did do three and I was more into because I've studied, like, read all about TV production and stuff and, and like, field news reporting so I'm just like, I know exactly how they're doing this. So that was more entertaining for me probably like, than wow. the actual ghost hunting. <laughs> see how they... yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, I know exactly how that went. Um, okay. So that's, I don't know, Haunted set. I, I mean, I hope, I it'd be nice if they did it again next year, just don't do it for four hours and don't have quite so many uh, commercial breaks. Also, they yeah. so do
0: it on, on YouTube instead of regular TV. And...
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might have streamed live on YouTube too. I didn't go check, I just I checked out Facebook. Did, okay. So, the next show that came out is probably one of the most anticipated, if not more anticipated than what Ghost Adventures was doing, and that was Ghost Nation. That came out on October 11th, I believe. And this is from the original Ghost Hunters, Jason Hawes, uh, Steve Gonsalves, and Dave Tango. So Grant, of course, is with the new Ghost Hunters show. Um, So, before you get into here? Did they have, like, a falling out?
0: Are they still friends? Do they still fix toilets together? I mean, what's the <laughs> story?
2: <laughs> so, I, I, I haven't unfortunately looked into the smut behind, yeah, 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 what was going on there, but something has to be up. If Grant is on A&E, and I checked this out, I thought A&E was owned by NBC Universal called Sci-Fi, where Ghost Hunters aired. I just thought it was in the same family as A&E. Right. They're not. Um, oh. A&E is a completely separate company and, and is owned by different stakeholders. Disney actually owns part of A&E Networks. Oh. And so, you know, Fi had to sell the rights off to A&E for this to happen. Um, so I don't know why it was Grant, and it could be because this is all speculation. We don't know if Jason and crew already had the show in the works. It seems like Ghost Hunters landed first, and then it was oh shit, let's get something with the other Ghost Hunter guys right, right. going that's, on. That's what I was um, curious Yeah, because A&E got the whole back catalog of the Ghost Hunter shows from sci-fi. Like, if you go to A&E, usually wow. they do a marathon of the most popular original-run Ghost Hunter shows before they get into the new Ghost Nation episodes. and the. Other thing that was pretty telling was with the start of Ghost Nation, they didn't start with a montage of Ghost Hunters, the original series. It was pretty much here's a live event in Tennessee. The first episode, which is really interesting about Ghost Nation, is actually the seventh one they filmed in White Pine, Tennessee. And it just showed them they're at a ghosty conference, a local ghost hunter, I mean, it's all staged, (laughs) walks up and says, there's some crazy stuff happening at this house, and let's go investigate, you know? Um, So let's just, spoiler alert, I'm kind of over uh, radio-controlled cars now, (laughs) after that episode. But... What what I like about Ghost Nation is, and and maybe this is part of the reason why it came out later, they spend extended periods at the haunt, so they can be there for up to a week. Well, in the case of the new Ghost Hunters, it's like three days tops that they're on a site, and they might film for two nights. Yeah, yeah, still their old schedule, but Ghost Nation will be there for a a longer period of time. Um, But getting into it, I've pretty... Let me pull up the episode list. I'm pretty sure I've seen most of these episodes. Um, And I could give you some feedback from my uh, ghostly crew. So just... So with my... With the readers of Ghostly Activities, they comment on Ghost Nation, you can tell who, I'll call it, grew up watching the original series versus those that have come on post ghost adventures. I'm not slamming ghost adventures. It's just their style of ghost hunting lends itself more to entertainment. versus the original ghost hunters. Yes, go and well ghost hunters is more about this is, you know, you're just watching a documentary of our ghost hunt essentially. Now it kind of jumped the shark in later seasons, but let's just focus on like the first five. Um and Ghost Nation is very much in the vein, I think, of the first few seasons. Um, the the one thing that has changed is if you remember the original Ghost Hunters, it was very skeptical, and they would say a lot of the places weren't haunted. Right, uh, a lot. Of yeah. It. Or now. They go on and just say it's not haunted. Yeah, yeah, and now it's every place is haunted that they go to. Mind you, have seen all of like six episodes, I think. Um, so, if you were part of the Ghost Adventures crew, and when they were, um, if that was your primary watching, you're going to hate Ghost Nation, and I will say those readers think Ghost Nation can use more jump scares. Um, it. You should have more exciting stuff happening. <laughs> yeah. um, they've said their narrations suck. They're kind of duds from a personality standpoint. <laughs> so uh, which... Comfort. What do you... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, only Jason is. <laughs> <laughs> <He says laughs> but... <the entire>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And, <laughs> um, you know, I, I like Ghost Nation. So if you're on Ghostly, I rated it as the best show from Go- Ghostober. I gave it the nod over the new Ghost Hunters which I you know I have some quibbles we'll get to Ghost Hunters in, in a little bit. But Ghost Nation what I like is they don't use the confirmation bias gear so no spirit boxes, no SLS connect. So in other words they're not showing you the ghosts say like right. Ghost Adventures does. <laughs> and and we'll talk like I'm going to save Ghost Good Adventures ghost. because I'm I'm not actually I'm not a hater. Of Ghost Adventures, I'm not However, sometimes Sometimes, you know, they do make me want to throw a shoe At the screen <laughs> but With Ghost Nation I completely get where You know, people are like, well this is kind of Boring I mean, these are pretty subdued guys There is some debunking that goes on It's not like the original series Um And they're really focused on private residences as well. So this is going to be one thing that's going to be, if we put in comparison to Ghost Nation, I'm sorry, Ghost Adventures and Ghost Hunters 2019, I will say Ghost Nation is a far more intimate investigation. And also, they spend a lot of time with each one of the guys. Though Dave is much more the debunker this time around and trying to bust the urban legends um associated with the haunt or get to the fact finding I don't remember Dave being that guy in the original sure. series but you know my memory could be foggy they were gone for I mean, a few in years in right I mean in the ori- original series more like Steve Ta- I mean Steve yeah. um, they were like tech guys kind of sidekick. yeah yeah. Like, you know, yeah 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 he, uh, he didn't
0: really say a lot actually
2: mm-hmm. yeah um, But, you know, what I like about Ghost Nation... Actually, I like this with all the shows. They tend to do more recreations of the haunted events. So, you know, Ghost Adventures goes all out and shows like a ghost and monster crawling down the hallways and stuff like that. But, you know, Ghost Nation does do some recreations where they're like, oh, I saw a little girl ghost in the hallway. And, you know, they do a CGI, little ghosty girl and stuff like that. So, I mean, those little tidbits are nice and kind of pluses up the production value of the show. Um... But I, I I dig Ghost Nation the most, but then again, you know, I've been watching this stuff for a long time and going back, and I appreciate something on TV that's as close to the craft as you can get, which still, it's reality TV, the way it's edited and stuff, sometimes they make things on Ghost Nation seem more mysterious and exciting than what it probably is without spoiling it
1: um so yeah
2: june have you watched ghost nation what's your take you know i was meaning to
0: <laughs> ever since i heard you say that you know really really you know liked it i i never got i never got to that. i don't think i well i think
1: i've seen the trailer that's it. Hmm.
2: Okay. So, well, I think they're about, that yeah, that's okay. We're about six episodes in. I know you're saving it for ghost adventures. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean that. I, I
0: watched watch so many episodes of ghost adventures. I was going to like ghost nation, but I, I like some of the places they go to.
2: Yeah, so I mean Ghost Nation isn't really going I mean it's mainly private residences, it's people's homes, just like the the original show. So Ghost Hunters is doing some grander locations for sure. And you know, Ghost Adventures always gets the best um access to haunted sites. And yeah, but I, I mean I really like Ghost Nation, so I'm not gonna fault it. I do get I do get the readers saying they think it's a little boring. Um, compared yeah, you to know, a lot yeah. of people who aren't, um, you
1: know, paranormal investigators are mm-hmm. going to think that, you know, real ghost hunting is boring. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, I mean, seriously, it's like, I remember this
0: one woman who her favorite show in the world was Ghost Adventure.
1: Mm-hmm. And, um, when she came on investigate one of her first investigations, she's like, this is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> So boring. And she's mm-hmm. saying that. I was like, uh, you know, unless something's happening at the time you're hearing, you know, voices or you're hearing something mm-hmm. around, things like that, then it's
2: going to get a little more exciting. But yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I do tell folks Cheers. it's like with the shows, remember they're going to be there for filming for three or four days. And the investigation is about 20, 25 minutes of airtime. So that's all the ghostly stuff. They got over three days. 20 minutes out of 72 hours. Let's put that in perspective, people. But the one thing I haven't asked my ghostly readers, and I'll probably do that when they leave the comments, is are you an active, are you an armchair ghost hunter? Or are you going out to the haunts with the gear and trying to capture evidence? That makes a big difference. Really yeah. big difference. Because I
1: find the folks that are field investigators they
2: like Ghost Nation and Ghost Hunters the most. And if they're armchair, of course it's Ghost Adventures by far is their favorite show. Um right. <laughs> Yeah. Um I, I will say the only show so far with all the feedback that's come out this year, that was really reviled by everyone is Ghostbait. Ghostbait was hated by everyone. I've heard a lot of people say that. Yeah, people were in the field and not. Mm-hmm. And
1: they were like, it was terrible. Mhm. yeah, they... they yeah. A couple yeah. people at my work even thought, like, oh, that was just
2: the worst piece of trash. <laughs> like, you know, I had some... Yeah, it's just, well, so since we're on the subject of trash, I'm just going to go there. So Destination Fear is the next one (laughs) on the list. Yeah, the the first show, I think, premiered, yeah, the first show appeared, I brought it briefly at the last meeting, but I've watched three episodes now, and it is on Travel Channel. It debuted on October 26th, I believe. And so it, you know, it came at the end of the month. It's just um, I wanted to put it before Ghost Adventures because they have tie-ins, and that is Destination Fear comes from Dakota. I don't know if it's Latin or Layden. So sorry if I mispronounce your name. He was the guy that won the Ghost Adventures fan contest. He used to make parodies of Ghost Adventures. They invited him uh, yeah, on to be yeah. a Ghost Investigator. Yeah, him and. So this show is just all jump scares. And I, some folks have commented on the show already because it, it's really, they, you know, Dakota does ghost hunting stuff. And then he's got his boy Tanner uh, and his sister Chelsea. And Chelsea has no background in the paranormal whatsoever. Is she? Is she? Yeah, she's cute. Um, Yep. I think she's the older sister. I could be wrong. But anyway, so they get an RV and they're driving around the south. And it's like Virginia down through, you know, Alabama, Mississippi area. They're going to 10 haunted locations. Only Dakota knows what they are. They kind of do this reveal. They do open up the Manila envelope, see where they're going, and then get in the car and drive. And, you know, you get the haunted history. Yeah, It's just like the same shows, right? Interview some witnesses, show me the haunted places, but they're not going out to prove necessarily ghosts because they never show evidence. What happens is they send Chelsea into deep, dark rooms and she's kind of excitable to begin with and she screams and runs around. Uh, and that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> ah, was she the uh, <clears throat> misadventures of my trailer uh, today? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Chelsea's the Aaron Goodwin of this show, and, and nothing really happens with Tanner. But anyway, it's just they try to get scared, and they record it. Um, they they go into these things, and they just have their handheld camera. So, June, you know my industrial-strength camera. That's pretty much what they have, and they go into these really haunted places, dark places, and get kind of freaked out. And that's the show. Um, So when people have written on Ghostly about it or commented on it, they're like, "Well, if you're going to do that, at least show me that you got a ghost, right?" (laughs) Of course. course. (laughs) (laughs) So they've been to um, Brushy Mountain State Prison. I think that was the debut um, episode. Sadly, I did not go there. Ross
1: and he filmed great. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they have really cool
2: stuff happening there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the old Pittsburgh Hospital, which is in Pittsburgh, Tennessee. And it's down by, I think, Chattanooga. Um, Ch- you know, so really great locations. I mean, I watched it. It was kind of like haunted Boyer you know, porn, I guess, because it was really cool to see. I mean, this is one of the reasons why I watch all these shows, is, it's like, show me the places I haven't been yet. Yeah, just go there. Yeah, just, can you just, like, put the drone on a very slow procession down these haunted hallways? Thank you very much. I want to see this. This. You know, I want to see this haunted location. Uh, so that's one of the main reasons I watch the shows. Just, I'm going to be fanboy here. I watch for the haunted locations, and I watch for the tech. The gear. Because, like... Do they have? Exactly! Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I made my list today of things. <laughs> I'm like, what is the sketch? At? How does it work? Oh, no, this thing's Bullshit yeah well some a lot of it's not on Amazon, so a lot of the equipment manufacturers have wisened up, and you don't get it on the the Amazon prime so much anymore um
1: yeah I, I gotta
2: tell you, I don't have anything really great to say about destination fear I mean, it sounds like I'm hating I'm just like you know it's a ghosty show if you know I just don't need perpetual jump scares you know. So I let's see if I mean, anyone had something I mean, to say about it. Okay, it's okay They you yeah, hate what I'm hate saying, what I'm saying like, you know. It's just, it's just Destination Fear. Fear, I hope, I hope it kind of goes away. So, so Destination, Destination, Destination Fear is probably for, perfect for, you, the, know, you, know, for entertainment entertainment you know, for entertainment value. You know, yeah, know and armchair ghost hunting. It's just
1: meh. Meh. Are you guys hearing so Yes, I am. Oh, oh, I'm not hearing anything. Happening when Jake Yeah, I was just
2: wondering that. Like, Jake, you're, you're <laughs> demon, um, oh, oh. So... your demon... Oh, I might be, be clipping. I'll, I'll put the... Is it, is it just while just I'm talking, while talking, talking, or, talking or, or is it background noise? Yeah, it's just while you're, just talking. While you're talking. Okay, okay, so, okay, so maybe the <laughs> mic, <or> mic is... <laughs> yeah, maybe the maybe mic, too mic is too close to my, my mouth. mouth. I mean, it's the I same headset you guys got. Yeah, yeah. It's my
1: demon demons. <laughs> oh my goodness! goodness. Oh my no, goodness! I mean, God. I mean, it sounds really like it's extremely distorted. Oh really? Oh really? Has yeah. it been going yeah. on been going hour time hour time. Now
0: hard sell thing.
1: Yeah. Oh I'm really? Oh really? Because we can see you on the. TV. But you can't. But you can't actually, actually make out what, what, what I'm saying.
0: I'm saying. And, and then there's a, a quick echo. In yeah, me. and it's that.
1: Oh, well,
2: oh, well, you know if you guys want to chat, I can hook up my other mic okay, okay. so uh, I mean, talk amongst yourselves and I'm going to i you know i gotta let i gotta let the studio run here, so I'll just mute my end until I've got everything set up, okay, okay, talk amongst yourselves okay, well, I might mm, we might drop off because I might have to. Let me see if it's got it stored. Okay. And it does not have my other oh. mic stored, so that now, means... Now you're, now you're sounding okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay.
1: But, but now you're, yeah.
2: Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, homies. Okay, well, we'll just continue with this. I'll try not to speak with as much enthusiasm. Maybe I'm throwing out too many decibels here Mm. so i moved the mic away and i'm going to speak softly soft soft so i don't know if i can do that because the next thing is ghost adventures (laughs) okay so let's talk ghost adventures right
1: um I don't hate on Ghost Adventures.
2: I usually watch it every weekend. Um, because, you know, on Travel Channel, it's a whole, like, travel, or, I mean, it's a whole Ghost Adventures marathon <laughs> on all right, day, right. starting at, like, 2 or 3 in the afternoon, right? It's always on. Um, I will say from a flashback episode, if you haven't seen it, when Ghost Adventures went to, um, was it Eureka Springs, Arkansas, to the Crescent Hotel. I thought that was an exceptionally well-done investigation and evidence that, that they collected. I mean, it, you still get jump scares and stuff like that, but let's just say even... Oh, you did? I'm jealous, yeah, girl. I'm I jealous. That. But actually, before I was really
0: into the ghost shows, or not ghost shows, oh my gosh. Before, I was into paranormal investigators. Um, <laughs> hmm I stayed there and there were a few places I remember getting kind of eerie a feeling but uh, it was a really cool hotel really cool. and Eureka Springs in itself is an amazing town I actually almost thought about being there before we moved out here um, just because it extremely has a really nice artist community
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, they have I mean, just really artsy people a lot of art like this little place, very artsy and cool. They call it the little San Francisco of um, the Midwest.
2: Midwest. I guess it would be the Ozarks. Wow,
0: okay.
2: Yeah. Because being from the Midwest, Arkansas is not the Midwest. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Kansas City, is- deep, deep. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Kansas City. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, I know a lot of people that don't count Missouri as part of the Midwest anymore. They're like, they got all right. Southern on us. Right. I
0: I kept thinking, well, did we lose Cal- did we lose the whole West Coast? And now we're, because they moved it east. Mm. Interesting. I didn't know that.
1: Like
0: Michigan and... and what? Yeah.
1: What? But it, it yeah. is a yes. cool town I have. To say um rica
0: springs is just that the homes they have little victorian homes everywhere um and it's it's really cool i think we should we need to take a little trip down there
2: oh no i yeah. I, I am totally down i was actually looking into it so let, let we'll just do some quick vacation planning before we get into serial killer spirits <laughs> um but you can get a cabin it's like 500 bucks a night but it sleeps like six so we could go down there and then do the investigations and stuff. But we'd have to fly into Tulsa and then drive like three hours to get there.
0: Fly into Kansas City and do, you know, carpool.
2: Okay.
1: So that would be fun. We yep. could do that. Okay. So
0: what, it's probably three and a half four hours? Uh, yeah, I think so. Right. About four hours, I think. If I remember right, driving through there. But yeah, it was really cool. I really
2: loved it. (laughs) Yeah, so I saw that Ghost Hunt, and I immediately I fell in love with the hotel and stuff. But um, so if you get a chance, watch the Crescent Hotel episode. And what was really cool? Okay, and I think it aired earlier this year. Actually, maybe it was in the fall of last year. No. Yeah, no. It's it's in the past couple of seasons for sure. But what was really interesting after the ghost hunt, right? Zach and crew have packed up and and gone back to Nevada. They found jars of body parts buried by the cavalry really? or was yeah. it No, no. This was new. It it, it made the news.
1: Okay. So. That's always that's always a lot more credible
2: when I find find out actually... mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yep, it made the news, yeah, for sure. But... Somebody crossed moonshine down there, and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, the, revenue got but the, these were cancerous <laughs> organs that they found, so I'm assuming the people that went there for the water cure, and it didn't work. <laughs> 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 yeah. But, so let's <laughs> talk some shit about... <laughs> <at their> spirits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, you know.
2: Um. Wow. <laughs> so there, there were four serial killers that that the Ghost Adventures crew went to see if they could, con- you know, communicate with the spirits. And it was H. H. Holmes, and it was his house in Irvington, Indiana. So most people think that H. H. Holmes, you know, notorious sil- serial killer uh, in Chicago, mainly. They think that, you know, he was arrested in Chicago. They read, you know, Devil in the White City, stuff like that. No, he actually got busted for killing, like, a 12-year-old boy in Indiana. It moved out of Chicago. And so this was the house that they investigated. Now, and this is when, when it just, like, totally jumped the shark, and it was very hard for me to take the, <laughs> the episode seriously. Um, they interviewed Starbright. So, huh. so Starbright is a thirty-something-year-old woman that lives as so, if she's so a so it's two-year-old. Not the care bear, care bear, Starbright. It's actually a person. person. It's a person, but then, you know there was some Care Bears. So she's an adult that chooses to live a child-like existence. Her mom takes care of her. She wears diapers. She has a big crib. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Right? Yeah, and so
1: it was. I mean
2: this is a pretty spectacular way to st- start. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it was so off the rails I didn't know how to take it. This one was really crazy. They talked about soldiers in a bedroom. It was just all over the place. Wow. And, you know, the Ovilus was in full effect. Um, I don't remember the SLS Connect stuff, though. Because, you know, Ghost Adventures is always doing spirit boxes. Believe me, spirit boxes were uh-huh definitely used and, and the they're they're yeah, the, yeah. Is always mm-hmm. and the SLS connect but it's that newer one um not like the little one that I had that was first gen they've got the the more powerful one um yeah this one was like you know I'm and I lived in Chicago forever so I know a little something about H.H. H. Holmes and I'm just like, I'm not really sure why you would do this because he wasn't even there that long. But I guess yeah, most of the other stuff associated with H.H. Holmes has been torn down. And ah. so I guess this is, this is what you got to do. But I think they arrested him. I might be wrong. It was like between 1918 and 1922. Um, I'm sure Kim... If Kim can make it on, she can she because she loves H. H. Holmes. She can set set us straight on that one. But this is where he arrest, they arrested him and it was on suspicion of a, the murder of like a ten to twelve year old boy who was buried on the property. Wow. So that's what caught H. H. Holmes, not all the people that he killed in the murder house in Chicago and used the acid acid to dissolve their bodies and stuff like that. But I don't know, June, did you see the H. H. Holmes one?
0: I did not get that
2: one. Okay. I saw
1: the other. I saw. Um,
2: well, I saw a couple of. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, yeah, this one was even out there for a Ghost Adventures show. So wow. let's let's just address. I watched Ghost Adventures for the tech, which they could use some new tech. It's they've been using a lot of the same gadgets. I watched yeah. the. um... I think it was The Conjuring, and we'll get to The Conjuring house in a little bit. They had a new kind of spirit box that they used. I think they were calling it an EM communication pod, but it was really just a super-powered SB7. Um, it's not something I would buy, but you know, it was good to see something new and different. Um, So, the whole thing, out of the four episodes, though, they couldn't really prove <laughs> that they communicated with you know the spirits themselves. You know they didn't get anything to say. I am H. H. Holmes. You know that
1: was kind of explicit.
0: Are you he saying, was, Wendy? Uh, yeah, he he was executed on May seventh of eighteen ninety six. So
2: no, he he had to die in the H. 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 Holmes or, or the kid or H. H. H.H. H. H. Holmes died in the twenties. No, really.
0: Yep. Hmm. Well, at least on Wikipedia, I mean. Really? Oh, I thought he yeah, died yeah, he in died 1921. Eight, nine days wow, he was only he was only 34 years old when
1: mm-hmm. he was
2: caught. Oh, wow. maybe I'm thinking yep. a different serial killer then. Um, Yeah, I thought I thought he died in the 20s. Okay, I must okay, be thinking wow. a different serial killer then.
1: Maybe his ghost came back.
0: <laughs> You never
2: know. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, love the fact check. Okay. True and is true. And
1: I'll uh, yep.
0: put the link in the chat on.
1: Okay. I'll, I'll drop it um in our chat here in a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, bio. Here we go. Ooh, I'm going to drop Britannica. Ooh. I think they did the comparison
2: in Wikipedia is more accurate than Britannica but we used Britannica in high school so why the hell why not
0: exactly yes Yes, we had that whole set I
1: think
2: we did I didn't I just went to the library aww Aww. you're so So good good. (laughs) (laughs) I like the library I like the books okay um, so, the next episode, so the next two episodes I thought were pretty standard fare for ghost adventures. And that was John Wayne Gacy and Jake Bird. So, John Wayne Gacy, serial killer outside of Chicago, killed 33 young men and boys, buried a lot of them in the crawl space under his house.
0: Can you imagine that place.
2: Well, yeah, you know I, just I don't. I
0: Can't even smell. I mean, I can't even imagine.
2: I um, know, and they
1: talked no about lie. what's up. Lie. Hmm. Very over the, the, the mineral lie. Oh. Theoretic
0: supposed uh, to keep the smell down uh, of some. I I don't know. Okay. Or lots of little pine. Mm-hmm. Air
2: fresh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was reading. <laughs> so I, I, I streamed this one earlier in the day to catch up on it, and they said as they were digging, it, they it they started running into mud and like gooeyness, oh, and those man. were the bodies. Yeah. Uh. So, so you know, I thought this one was pretty kind of straightforward, not too crazy. So they went to the old Joliet prison. Um, the proper name is the Joliet Correctional Center or something like that. So Joliet, Illinois, for anyone that's not familiar with the uh, area, it's about an hour southwest of downtown Chicago along I-55. I think it's I-55. And, you know, this this prison's closed. Joliet does have a maximum security federal prison there, though, for the really bad guys. But this is the one before that. And... um. So John Wayne Gacy was—that's where he was sent um, after his trial for the murders of all those people, and he—he um, he left his body to science and his psychiatrist, I think it was, who was talking to him, spent like six hours interviewing him. Uh, she got to keep his brain. Zach got to play with the brain of Jan- John Wayne Gacy in this episode. I'm wow. Leave that alone. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah, normal. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Yeah, so the whole thing with. Uh, like, all. I gotta tell you, a lot of these episodes run together. <laughs> because it's gonna be someone gets possessed. There's a dark entity chasing them. They don't feel good. And I can never keep it straight between who's getting possessed and stuff like that. It's not always Zach. Okay. Yeah. Um, usually it is. Uh, Billy, (laughs) when it's not Zach. Anyway, so, you know, they couldn't prove that they got in contact with John Wayne Gacy, but it was cool to see the old prison and John Wayne Gacy. This is a lot of people are familiar with him, the killer clown. Actually, they kept referring to him by Pogo the clown, I think it was, because that's he would dress up in a clown costume. Yeah. But, like, to me, because this was a little bit before me, I just. Knew John Wayne Casey was a guy that dressed up like a clown and killed right, exactly. killed boys. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think he killed them while he was dressed up as a clown because that would be really know. creepy. And I would uh, totally want to see the YouTube videos for that. Uh, <laughs> but you know, that was that was the episode. I can't. You know, is it? There's always something happening on Ghost Adventures, so it, it really well paced. You know, they do the in they do the interviews with people that either give tours there or you know, work as part of a historic society or something like that. And as they're interviewing them, of course, stuff goes down. Of course. Of course. Um, you know, and then they go into the investigation and it's standard ghost adventures. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, so well, it has to go. I'm telling you. Well and then the puck. <laughs> they're the same things. The the paranormal puck. And the Avalus, yeah. And the SLS Connect. Um, we can get to that, because the Conjuring was especially egregious with the SLS Connect. Um, so much that I wanted to throw shoe. <laughs> but the next one, I, am, I actually learned some things with this one. And this is the Jake Bird episode. So Council Bluffs, Iowa. So Jake Bird, he was an axe murderer. More like a hatchet murderer, and he—he's confessed to forty-four to forty-six people that he murdered. Now he worked on the railroad, so he would travel around to different towns. So it's kind of harder. What year was this? Was it- I think he was killed in the nineteen forties. Oh, so okay. fact check, fact check, fact fact check. What was his name again? Chick Bird. Jake I th- Bird. B i r d. Oh, Bird, okay, that's why I am getting no. Yeah, let me do Jake Bird, killer. What do we got here? He was executed in uh, 1949. So he's known, known as, I think, the Tacoma Axe murderer or something like that. Anyway, uh, said he killed up to 46 people. Okay, he was the Tacoma Axe killer, was the the name he gave like him. That we know of, that we know yeah. of, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, well, so, yeah. actually, I think they only, con- he confessed, and it's speculative, I think he was linked to 11 or 12 murders, for sure. That's still pretty good. I okay. um But, they hanged him. And I think he was hanged in I- the Iowa prison, too. No, no, actually, he was hanged here in Walla Walla. The Washington State Penitentiary. Yeah, oh, really? yeah, Yep, yep, yep. They hanged him in Walla Walla. In Walla. Walla Walla, Washington. Yeah, but he was in the Walla. Iowa prison, I think, for um, killing a couple of people. Um, and he served, I forgot how long he served in Iowa and stuff. But the really interesting thing about, so the H.H. H. Holmes house, really nothing to write home about. It was just an old house. Right. Um well-maintained and stuff, and then you had the old Joliet prison, which was really cool to see. But Jake Bird, when they went to the Pottawatomie Jail, which is now, I I don't know if it's a hotel or what it is now, but, I mean, it's been renovated and people use it. It might be a community center for all I can remember. Um, They had a circular jail. It was a saw saw trap.
0: Oh, is it one of those squirrel cage?
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's a squirrel cage jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it turned around, and if you tried to get out, limbs would get ripped off, mm-hmm. <laughs> and all that stuff. <laughs> so I would say I was really this. This is another one where not too much went. The only standout items were like uh, Zach said, it felt like he got kicked in the nuts at one point, but otherwise it was pretty much standard. I'm Ghost Adventures fair too. <laughs> 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 That's me. <mean. laughs> Zach, I still love you. I still love you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, with the, yeah, I mean, it was really more the location. I, I gotta say, none of the evidence they really got did anything. It was anything crazy. Um, Now, the next episode, which was the Bundy murder house in Utah, that, that one jumped saying, one the, the rails. Think about that. Um, the, the squirrel cage. cage.
0: Um, they talked about one of the inmates
1: killing himself, yeah, just mm-hmm. tying a rope on the bars. And when the bars
0: like swung in circular fashion, and
1: he basically, yeah,
2: so, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that, that was really something. Like, gosh, that's that's
0: I yeah. did watch the
2: headbutt, yes. You you take the lead on this one, June. We can talk about the <laughs> off-the-rails. And... Yeah, you know,
0: well, one thing that really bothered me was they were calling spirit box sessions, they were calling them real EVPs,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they weren't real EVPs, they were
1: spirit box sessions, because you could hear, the stations
0: and everything like this, and it's just like, and then some of the EDPs they caught, which I said in mm-hmm. air. Um, you know, it, it's like, it, it was very
1: suggestive. Uh, mm-hmm. so, but uh, one of the things I thought was kind of funny was the hollow sense oil. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and um, uh, what's his name?
0: Said that the sense oil is like mosquito repellent demon.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> I was like, Really? <laughs> and how, you know, I mean, I know that a lot of people are about polyps um wood um, and burn it and it's supposed to be better than sage mm-hmm. to be able to smell everything like this. And, um, but, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but if the only way to know that something like that is going to be a repellent is if a demon is coming towards you, you dab a little oil on, and they're like, ew, and they run off. Mm And that's the only way. It's like, come on. How do they know this is a demon repellent? Mm -hmm. It looks like it's good for as a cold flu repellent. Ooh. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Asthma, stress, headaches, anxiety, depression, inflammation. Emotional pain. Yeah, hey, maybe we should try
2: some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I, we forgot one very important thing about the Jake Bird episode, which was the curse. We didn't talk about the curse. I see about it. Oh, they brought it up a couple of times. So Jake Bird, after he was convicted and before he went to the gallows, there was a curse saying anyone associated with it will die and four people from the judge to, I think, a jailer and in it, his defense attorney or something like that, they all had heart attacks. And then one person... How did the other person die? Um, there there were five deaths. Everyone intimately involved with Jake Bird and his case um, Four heart attacks. And I forgot how the other person died. But, but how, how, how long since the trial? Of- it was over a two-year... Because he, he was hanged, oh. I think, two years after... So it wasn't like over a thirty-year period. No, so no, no. It was pretty, decide. but there's like no legacy to the curse, from what I could what I could find. Let me see if they've got there the curse. No, Wikipedia didn't do anything with the curse. Wikipedia, you need to start doing curses. I know.
0: We can find out the thing. Yeah. Inquiring minds.
2: <laughs> uh huh. i <laughs> actually okay. So. Wikipedia does have something on the Bird Hex, and they say six people died. Um, and the judge,
1: yeah, the judge who sentenced him, had a heart attack within
2: a month of the sentencing. But let me. Oh, here's Murderpedia. Uh, Murderpedia. I love a Murderpedia. I'm gonna drop this one in because we need more murder.
1: And let me drop
2: that. Here we go. We just need a little bit of murder. Okay. So let's go down here to see who really died. Legal proceedings, the trial. La-di-da. He was convicted. Closing arguments were November 26, 1947. He was hanged on July fifteenth, 1949. Um, the hanging, the hex okay, so these were the people that died so Edward Hodge who was the judge he was 69, this was 1948 that could have just happened anyway Uh, Joseph Karpak I might be mispronouncing it under Sheriff 46 just so you know everyone died in 1948 just so you know everyone died in 1948 Wow. Um, George Harrigan, who was a reporter, he was sixty-nine. That could have just happened. Sixty-nine. Yep. Sherman Lyons, police detective, forty-six. Oh, 40. James Seldon, the defense attorney, seventy-six. He was seventy-six. Seventy-six. Yeah, in the forties. That, that age, yeah. Yeah. It Are says that, all the men. Time, right? Oh, here we go. So, also, a sixth man who was one of the guards assigned to death row died of pneumonia two months before the execution, so that was definitely that would have been may nineteen forty nine so there's one in nineteen forty nine but no other deaths associated with the curse that is a little
1: weird though I mean hmm. you know all in
0: nineteen forty eight except the forty nine
1: guy nineteen
0: forty
1: nine yeah, that is strange, even though like you said it's like. 69,
0: 170,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, something. Like, yeah. I yeah. don't. That's very
0: bizarre. Very, very
2: suspicious. Yeah. Suspicious. However, with the 70 year olds, mm, mm Yeah. Mm, like half of them 69, 260,
1: were 69, 170. Mm, yeah. But. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Our, but our th- next group chat, like, we
0: should do like a, a seance and get a week report out and, um, and talk to these people. <laughs> if they know if it her, or if it was just
2: true oh, very yeah. true that could be quite interesting
1: it uh-huh. could be, <laughs> it could
2: be we need yeah we'll do that totally do yeah. we have a get? do we have a guest lined up for next week yeah we do what about the 27th yeah, we're be that's true gone. that's true <laughs> daddy's gotta work daddy gotta pay the rent well daddy gotta now, that, pay the mortgage I know
1: she She just kind
0: of adventures like that
2: on our Okay. Show today. I will say my mother-in-law's coming
1: that night. Fourth so, or something
2: third or fourth or- Oh, oh no, in December you mean?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, sure. That's fine. Okay. I thought this was like the episode right before Thanksgiving. I'm just like, no, I've got I got my mom in town. I can't. <laughs> um so back
1: to Ted Bundy. Oh, I, I have to say my favorite
0: line uh, in the Ted Bundy one, and I had to write this down. Is Zach said when I stepped into that circle, mm-hmm. I felt like I got tased by the
1: devil. Mm-hmm.
2: That's wow. a good line. Profound. Yeah. <laughs> so if you if if you haven't seen it, the house is loaded with demonic sigils and symbolism. And now this was that place that. He supposedly
1: had kidnapped uh, one of his one of his victims from mm-hmm. uh, from the high school yeah.
0: and taken her to this
1: um, this house. Mm-hmm.
0: And but it's only supposed they don't really know for sure that if he actually took her to the house, but it was the logical explanation. Mm-hmm. So
2: and but it, it was really interesting. They did do a couple of interviews with locals, and one lady was approached by Bundy. Yeah, I saw that. That's but ridiculous. she didn't go, because I think her boyfriend showed up or something like that. And then there was the little kid next door. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Who sees... Didn't, didn't he see, like, a little kid? Yeah, he saw, he saw a little kid. It was just the way it was, like, yeah, you know, like, ah, we'd go in there. <laughs> yeah, but the, but to me, the jumping the shark part, because this is another off-the-rails one, okay, <laughs> <laughs> was when Billy got possessed. when he, I think he walked oh, into the circle, yes. and then when he went outside, he asked wow. wherever the entity was to leave him, and then there was saging and all that fun stuff. Yes, that's when he put the Palo Santo oil all over yes. him.
0: To, no, I think he's supposed to do that before. So it sounds like the oil does not have a job in mm. telling this. For him to do that. I'm just saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe
0: he needs, they need a tattoo of an anti session
2: Well, you know, they make those supernatural stick-on tattoos. You know how the boys have the <laughs> pentacle with the little fiery thing around it? Uh, Maybe they just, he needs to go yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. My <laughs> <laughs> like...
2: oh, <my>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was that was serial killer spirits. I mean, if I had to compare this year's Ghostober miniseries with 2018's, 2018. 2018 was Graveyard of the Pacific in Astoria, Oregon, and the area there. I I'm firmly on the graveyard of the Pacific. That was when Ross was on, too.
1: Mm-hmm. He, was,
0: he was on because a ghost got to um, investigate a lot of places. And uh, so, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was one thing, you know, um, I, I really liked it where, you know, Ross just basically showed up and showed what a ghost got. When, you know, we investigated that place, whatever, but he didn't, you know, he didn't kind of stay around or anything Mm -hmm. like this. It was just like, here's what we had. Okay. Yep.
1: (laughs) That was pretty funny. Yeah, but I mean,
2: overall, I think the... You know, nothing with too odd character for Ghost Adventures for this mini series. I guess this brings us to the curse of the Harrisville Farmhouse, which uh, is the, the farmhouse as the <laughs> Conjuring House. Um, Yeah, I thought this one was a bit off the rails, too. Just a little bit. Just a and, little bit. And Andrea Perrin got to um, mm-hmm. come and, and kind of...
0: I, I, I thought Really interesting. Some of the things that she had said about the Warren, because mm-hmm. you know from the movie, if you haven't seen the movie, um, the Warren got a lot of the information. I mean, it got a lot of the credit for basically saving the family, you know, restoring everything, mm-hmm. the balance, finding out all the information, and all stuff. But you know, in actuality, to,
1: I would say to believe the the. Truth Take Andrea at her word. Yes. yes. Exactly. Um, so for that, then, you know, it's like the Warrens, it sounds like they kind of do much of anything. Yeah, they fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> it, it sounds like they, they did some things they probably should have. Yes.
0: And, um, and also, like, the father and Ed weren't. I, well, Ed, they were at war. Yeah, they got, got in a, a bad fight. And uh, the, the father, well, no, the father even said that. The, they had that, they played an interview with the father. And oh, he said, okay. I guess
2: they went to, you know, fisticuffs or whatever, and Dex mm-hmm. uh, and Dexing and he thinks he even knocked out a tooth. Yeah, I think this was after his wife was thrown into the other room. hmm Yeah. So, so, the one thing that, yeah, the one thing that I didn't get from that was when they were they doing a recreation? Because if they did a recreation, it was really good. Um, or was <laughs> that actual footage? Yeah, the seance? I thought it was, but, you know, I really wasn't, I really wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. I thought it was maybe. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was a recreation or if it was the actual videos that were filmed.
0: But I thought that was really interesting when they said that after the seance was done, they basically kicked the
2: horns out. Yeah, and I think Andrea said years later when she met Lorraine. Lorraine said, as soon as they walked in, they were they knew they were in over their heads. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, you know, that was a good lead-in. It was it's great that they actually had someone that lived in the house. Right. You know, with this. Really interesting when they had um um Carl and Keith Johnson on um, the show were they the demonologist uh, brothers then yeah yeah,
1: yeah they, were, they were twins but it was just really interesting they had
0: investigated the house first and uh actually we're gonna have keith uh johnson on the show on december 10th i think. um i just saw herb come up and said yeah i'd love to do the show on december 10th so <laughs> <laughs> oh, we <laughs> are <laughs> yes we are oh okay i <laughs> <laughs> so just saw a little message pop up like, Hi. <laughs> but I just thought that was really interesting. Um, but yeah, about them. Now, if you want free from family perspective um, go to Andrea's book. Uh, they're called it. They're, it's two parter, and it's uh, house of house life. Mm. And they're very in depth. Very. Kind of spiritual, but that's how, it, you know, I I fortunate enough to book Andrea and and interview her. I don't remember a couple of days before or after the show, the, the movie The Conjuring came out. Oh, wow. And um, uh, Seth and I got to interview her, and I think it was her first interview. And cool. she was uh, just very, she said it brought their family so very close together. And she took a little different take on it than I. Ever. If something like that had happened to me, I'd be in silence or just dead, you know. I'm um, made that way, but my family was not. <laughs> uh, yeah, it,
1: and everyone themselves run by. <laughs> <laughs> but, um,
0: <laughs> um, it was really good. In get a lot of the fact, the movie did not follow much of anything
1: that
0: could Yeah. But that's I, I, okay. It was a different when, when they say based on a
1: true story, it's like really just based. Yeah. The, people, mm-hmm. the, the characters and the people who were there, their
2: names, and they lived in a house and mm-hmm. they had to <laughs> and the And the house in the movie looks nothing like the house no, in real no, life. Not at all. Not, really, at all. Not at all. Really, i really disappointed when I saw yeah. it. I, I saw it, I'm like, what is this Aww. barn? I thought you were showing me. <laughs> You're showing me the Conjuring House. <laughs> oh, I was expecting really wild, yeah, like, oh, but oh, you oh, know the the one thing I really liked at the beginning of the show was when they talked about all the crazy deaths that happened in it, and they were using the drawings as if they were drawn back in the 1800s and stuff. I yeah. like that touch. That was a good touch. And the Polaroids. <laughs> Love the Polaroids. <laughs> um, oh, I have to say one good really Bob
0: um, when they were Trifield, they were. <laughs> feel um, just a little bit anybody, should never try. to tri around doing EMF or finding uh, places um, because those things are extremely sensitive and one little bit I mean, I could tell they were trying to keep their hands steady. I could tell that, but um should just never hold
2: they Are too easy to manipulate. Too easy to um, no. we'll do that. So, yeah. yeah. So I like ah, they're holding the That's. Either. I mean, they always do that. I will sell oh, I the. Throw that. Yeah. So I didn't think it was too egregious. Like when Zach starts going up and he gets the EM spikes, but he's used. He's not using the natural tri field. He's using no. using. They're always using the regular. They never use the natural one, which would say if it's just, you know, man-made craziness or not. Um, Because it's an old house, it's probably not shielded well, so you're going to have crazy EMF. I'm guessing. I haven't been there. But, um... Yeah, but wasn't it a nice touch that they had that big thunderstorm the first night (laughs) of the investigation? That was, like, perfect! oh man! (laughs) And you know that that growl they, they had? I think they were talking about the growl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the creek. I think, they... I think that growl. Yeah, so- someone <laughs> needed a snack. Just, it was like... Yeah, it's either a snack or <laughs> then, of course, all the chairs were creaking. They Okay, so one thing with the guys, was it the Johnson brothers? Who walks around with a cassette recorder now? <laughs> it's, it's Did you see it when well, they're walking I think he still does. Yeah, he still does. The old. still does the old I mean oh, don't yeah. get me wrong, I thought it was a really great throwback. Don't it's just wow, that's not <laughs> that's not something I'm used to seeing nowadays. <laughs> um it's like you know, those were those are I I liked um mm-hmm. I have my
1: little what is it called? I have my little paper. Oh, like the little 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 handheld ones with the mini cassettes and stuff? Okay. Um, okay. So, I mean, it's I I think the the thing
0: about it, I, I hate it is because when you use it and you have to use a new tape and then after you finish it you can't turn it over to the other side you can bleed through on the mm-hmm. other side. So basically all you're doing is using one side of the tape and then you
2: gotta break off a little tab to make sure you don't turn it over mm. or anything like this. That's and, true. You know, yeah. So, so it's how so now that we're on the tangent, let's just do this. You know what? I've got a compass and I've got some other things. Let's do an old school investigation. I will I'll get the Polaroid and I'll get the compass and the I tape have a recorder. Too. Oh, oh I you have do? One. Okay. I just haven't got any films. I just need to start off the Amazon. Let's okay. Because you know, be did you notice how with the episode they did have the old school gear for this one? Like they did use a Polaroid, they did use the big honking tape recorder, cassette thingy, like Hans Holzer style. No, I actually think he had the tape reels, which is a bit too much. But I think that, yeah, that would, yeah, yeah, that a would be. Reel might be a real- mm-hmm. So you know, let's let's do an old school ghost a, hunt. That would be a really fun thing to have to do. It, 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 some fun Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I've got, let me drop my article. I did an article on ghost hunting without fancy gadgets.
0: But it does, I mean, it does kind of suck, the the tapes. That's one of those things where, you know, you really have to go the extra mile with tapes. But we have to know that that's kind of where we are with magnetic tape. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's like, it makes me wonder. I really need to do that is put a digital recorder and a magnetic, you know, tape recorder right side by side and you know like one gets,
1: yeah, see if one gets PP and one doesn't. You know, mm-hmm. it's really
2: controlled. Yep. Well as controlled as we can make it. So this is what I've yes. got. Pen and paper. <laughs> Compass. <laughs> tape recorder. Chalk. Bells or chimes, especially the kinds I, with the string. I have bells. Film camera, and that could be a Polaroid. Or, I mean, you can, I don't even know if, like, how do you get regular film nowadays? Oh, am- oh yeah. I mean, you could go out there, but I'm like, who develops it sure still? It does. Okay, yeah. So, this is why we're going to do Polaroids. <laughs> <Amazon does. laughs> <laughs> yeah, Polaroids. We'll do Polaroids. Yeah, maybe Polaroids.
1: I know they've done some um,
2: negative for me to make it to Okay. Um. Well, you know, since we're on the subject of this, so just wait. So we had dark entities. Zach felt pain. I mean, it's pretty much par for the course. There was some provocation. Um, I think we should
1: probably
2: talk about the controversy. Because the previ- the previous owner came out and oh, said everything was yes. faked. The, what the cop said was yes. fake. Um, and then the new family, I think it's the hein- Heinzers? What, what was their name? Um, they came from Maine. They're, they're actually Heinzen. So there were claims by their paranormal investigators hailing from Maine. They want to turn open the farmhouse to the public. Um I'm so going to say, they, I think they, they they're going to be making money. It's going to be a yeah. lot of an Airbnb investigators. Yeah, so what I'm getting, yeah. And so it's what what the article said, and I posted it. it. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like let's go. Let's do a New England trip. They got all those haunts, I but that'd be awesome. yeah. You know, we we have to address the claim that the previous owner who owned it for 32 years and never had anything happen. Okay. Um, and she said, no one drowned, no one got hanged, all of this stuff in the article. So I posted it. Um, her name is Norma Sutcliffe. And she owned but the house from... Her, um... Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But she owned it from... I was going to say, she... Well, you know what? She did not own it during the period when The Conjuring took place, which was, what, 1973 or 1974? She bought it in 1987 through just the summer of 2019.
1: Interesting. Um, they got and she. And,
0: and that woman enhanced her state of, um, you know, yeah, she went along with it. They had activity. And then all of a sudden, they, when it became uh, well known, patient, mm-hmm. she got just major last hated all of the attention. They oh. got a lot of negative uh, uh, not but uh, there were a lot of people that wanted were. to see the location
2: and so they were there. all clamoring there probably disrupting mm-hmm. her. She's like, "No, there's not Okay. There! There's nothing so she's got on. yeah, yeah, so she's got a reason to say. It's kind of like the caretaker at Maltby Cemetery here in Yeah. Who's just like, "All of you get off my property." Yeah. I'm like Family in there still, still chasing off the property. yeah, which yeah, but if you remember though, with Washington law, if you don't let the family go visit the property to check on it, they can petition the state to have the graves moved at the owner's expense. Ah, uh-huh. okay. So watch so, yeah. So I'm just like, what? You're not going to let me go see my grandma? Okay. Here's the. Order from the yeah. courts, and this is where is you're gonna rebury my caretaker? stuff. No, he owns it. He owns it. Oh, he owns it. Yeah, he owns oh. the property. Yeah, he does own it. He's got no trespassing. So, some states you get access. Um, where I lived in Illinois, you do not. But Illinois, is the states, like, well, if they don't let you go check on the condition of the graves and stuff. Then you can have the state. It's the historical um, society that enforces it will go well, out like and say, you got to move it. Then, oh, owner, if you don't want people to go to it, you got to pay to move it. You knew what you were doing when you bought when you property bought it, yeah, with exactly. a graveyard on it. Well, that's like uh, my friend
0: Matt. His family has um, a whole family graveyard, and it's got a lot of people in the graveyard. But, you know, it's probably maybe, you know, a square block, you know, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it's in the middle of this guy's
1: field. Oh. And
0: the guy fenced it off, everything. Them and anytime they want to go there, in the middle of the night. I mean, he's like, go right ahead, and um just you know, really, really nice about it. But it has corn, you know, all around, very, very spooky. In the
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but I, think I saw that. <laughs> but it was really, uh, really nice that this guy, you know, has the family graveyard in the middle of a cornfield, like guys. To go
1: there anytime you want. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you're going to so, run
2: you off. properly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, <laughs> there's other. Yeah, so in the south, though, it the south is pretty good about saying you have to provide a pathway for people, and it just has to be reasonable. Which is, you can set it 8 a.m. to sunset or sunrise to sunset, and but you have to do a path. Um, the other thing is, if it is a path, the county or the state will maintain it, because they'll view it as a pub, uh, as a public road, since there'll be a lot of traffic and stuff. Well, there could be a lot going, yeah. But, it, you know, some states are different. There's only like seven where it's not very good. It's Washington is one, Illinois is the other one. So, <coughs> but, nothing. On the subject before, because we got like 20 minutes left and we have some other things to hit <laughs> up here. But uh, I think we have another show to go through. Uh, Conjuring House episode. I mean, I thought it was fine. mo You know, ghost. it's ghost adventures, it's good right. entertainment. They saw ghosty things, they showed it repeatedly to us.
0: Yes, I did like the Black
1: Mist. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> so we weren't. We didn't really hate on Coast Adventures. So
0: my my favorite part, really the only reason I ever watched it at all, was the the history. That mm. Yeah. Up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, and you know, that's I, that's otherwise I had Jeff Ballinger. Ballinger mm-hmm. Jeff Ballinger, um, mm-hmm. I'm not saying his name correctly. But, um, um, he's the one that did all the history and the research and everything like that. So.
2: Really, it was really good. I, I like that. Too. Mm-hmm. So this brings us to the last show, which is the world's biggest ghost hunt. So, oh, so the one thing about the Conjuring House, just to restate it, it was filmed in July 2019, and edited. It was not a live event or anything like that. Recorded well before Halloween and stuff like that. So. It wasn't like last year with the Haunted Museum being a live thing for two hours, I think. This was filmed, edited, all that stuff, just like a regular episode. Okay, the world's biggest ghost hunt. Um, Another ambitious undertaking, this time by a and D. Oh, we haven't even talked about Ghost Hunters 2019. Um, <laughs> But since we're on the subject of a world's biggest ghost hunt, so what they did is they took five paranormal investigators which included one hardcore skeptic. Uh, I think his name is Max. Then you have a guy who's an engineer, and I can't remember his name, just wait. um, Where are you, world's biggest go center? Okay, so Max is the skeptic. We got Zach, who's the engineer. And he actually built some gadgets while they were on site. You've got... Uh, a guy named Austin and a lady named Allie. I couldn't find much about them. Allie looked very new to the paranormal. And then they had um, Katie. Katie was on Ghost Lab. She was a, pr- a pretty fearless lady that always got sent into uh, yeah. everything alone, blonde. Uh, yes, uh-huh. she, yeah, I like she Yeah, she was in, on this show. So what happened was two weeks, five investigators, Pennhurst Asylum. Freedom to go wherever they wanted as long as it was considered a safe building, essentially. So, some buildings they could never go into. And it was kind of ghost adventure. You know, there were some jump scares, heebie jeebies, crying, and stuff like that. And, you know, it was filmed, you know, early summer, edited, package sent out. Max the skeptic didn't believe anything throughout it. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of spirit boxes, stuff like that. Um, not bad. Didn't hate on it. It was on A&E. Didn't hate on it. I mean, it's... You've seen it all before. It was cool to see a lot of Penhurst Asylum. You know. But another one that's known as being a haunted attraction. So, you know, whenever I hear about... It's gonna be a hotel, Airbnb... Like, you know, it's tourism hooks to it. I'm kind of like you know cuz there's an incentive to make it seem more haunted than it could be now i'm just completely speculating about penhurst i mean it has a horrible history uh okay so uh ghost hunters 2019 we didn't even talk about it other than alluding to it um so the readers of ghostly
1: agree there's probably too too many
2: investigators um they don't care for the cast as much as the original Ghost Hunters. They would wish Jason and Grant and everyone was back together. Um, you know, it—it's people have claimed it's pretty boring as well, because it's not really jump scares. A couple of times they've had some jump scares in there, though. Um, you know, I ranked it as the second best show of the month. Um, I, it, it was my favorite, but now that I've watched more Ghost Nation, I like Ghost Nation a bit more. But, you know, Ghost Hunters gets access to really big haunted places, and it's good to have that many people going around. It's just they hop around so much that it's kind of hard to really get into what they're doing. yeah. Yeah, so usually, like, you know, Grant always gets the lead in and shows the evidence. Brandon gets a lot of screen time, and Mustafa. So Mustafa's a journalist for Distractify, so he's not really... He doesn't really have a lot of paranormal experience. You got Brandon, who does, has all the gadgets. Um, you know, we don't get to spend a lot of time with much of the other folks. So, that's my big complaint, is we don't get to see them
1: really doing their thing as much. Yeah. So, I mean, I like it. Well produced. I can't good ghostly entertainment, I guess. Yeah. Best way to say it.
2: I have a review of it up on Ghostly. Um, yes, so go, go check out ghostlyactivity.com I did drop a, link. a lot of the other things, too. Yeah. Um. So, I can read it. Oh, yeah. Someone wrote a really long, long email about it. <laughs> <laughs> or comment about it, but I'm not going to read that one. So, let's talk about ghost hunts and paranormal events.
0: Ooh, let's see. Um, where do we start? Let me look, let me look, let me look back. Um, uh, oh, I, I do have to mention that if you haven't seen Nuke's Nuke Top 5, um, mm. one of my favorite things actually to watch on YouTube, um, Nuke's Top 5. Um, well, a ghost was actually featured on Top five, so you might want to check it out, just do a search. Probably just ghosts. And then Ross Allen too. It's pretty cool. Um did about the screaming
1: ghost. It's really a cool thing.
0: <laughs> One of my favorite um clips that Ross showed gave me. So it's like that doesn't happen to me. I don't usually get gaming. But anyway, I just have to mention that. And then our Centralia event, Supernatural Folly. Um, that's where we did kind of a um bunch of paranormal investigations for the whole town of Australia um at different places. We did Shady Lady, um which is an antique store, and she has broth stairs, which was pretty amazing. I absolutely love that place. Um we did Bead Opus, which is a bead store that has some um a little bit of paranormal activity in there. Um we did the old fox theater which has been gutted and is actually being um, made into this spectacular new kind of theater, which uh, they are are doing. It's really, really going to – it's going to be beautiful. I can't wait to see the finished product, I guess you would say. And then we did a small investigation at the Anderson store, um, which um, has a lot of really interesting, I think, more residual activity than anything else. Uh, Sounds pretty cool. And I think that that was
1: it. I don't think I
2: mm-hmm. left any place out. Oh, J&M. Oh, for Centralia? Yeah, yeah Centralia. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that was pretty cool. Um,
0: so after all that, they had a ghost walk where we were stationed in each of these places that we investigated, and we told them more about the investigation. So it was it was pretty fun. It was a long day. It started at noon, and then it ended at 9, or it ended at 10. Um something so it was a very long day but it was really fun and next year it's even gonna be better um because she's gonna do a um event it's gonna be kind of a ghost uh, hunting event it's gonna be a conference convention kind of thing um she's already got the place picked out everything else so it's pretty cool. just have to say that and let's see oh i had a little Smith tower event
1: too oh yeah that's on 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 yep. So the Smith Tower in Seattle have heard of
0: that is a very one of the first skyscrapers in the Pacific
1: yep. Christmas. Yep, I think it was the first.
0: Year. Um so um very cool place and the very top kind of pyramid shape. Um and a family lives up there. Which is really cool. But uh the place it has a lot of ghosts. it has these um these powered elevators that can only be powered by by a person, a living person um mostly, but these elevators have been known to be called searchers and open on their own. security guards are freaked out that wow. happens. so it just had to do that but anyway, we had a little event there we dressed up in costume and kind of welcome people there told them some ghost stories around Pine.
1: So. Yeah, it looked and, cool. Uh, the uh, pictures looked really cool. Yeah. I, trying to that.
0: And I guess we we'll go on to the Fort Gamble Ghost Conference.
1: Okay. Do you want to talk about J&M?
0: Oh, sure. Yes. The We had a... Um, well, the J&M Cafe is a bar Um kind of a big building. It has an abandoned hotel. It used to be an old brothel above it, and then there's the bar, and then down below is part of the Seattle Underground. Um, really cool, cool place. Well, the bar has been shut down um, for other reasons, and the tour guides kept taking tours in there, still kept hearing footsteps, people walking, and all this other noises upstairs. So they were like, you know, we've got to get people in there investigation because all this is happening in the car is open. Um, So we need to figure out not. So, I <laughs> got a Went down there, and first we kind of debunked a little bit, uh, found out that actually the loft restaurant is part of J&M building. And that's what a lot of the loft was. But, when we had people go up there and walk across the floor and kind of stomp across the floor. And then we were hearing footsteps um, while we were talking to them. They were like, well, nobody's walking right now. So, you know, some of it was kind of debunked, but a lot of the other stuff was not debunked. So that was pretty cool. Um, but we did keep hearing footsteps in the bar area and sounded like balls being dropped. And, and Went up to check and looked in the windows, and we even even had the little homeless guy that was sleeping in front of the door that no one had come in and out of there. And we there was no back door because it's actually all down kind of safe about it, but um, yeah, it was it was really it was really interesting. So, yeah, we we went down there, but uh, oh my gosh, I don't know how long we've been down there, but there was a lot of. Um, rat activity. <laughs> Let's just say. Oh my god! Fighting rats and smell of you know, the smell of rats. Oh my god! I was just like this is really stupid. I should not have gone in here without a mask. So,
1: <laughs> What's a little Hanta virus. virus? Yeah, exactly. So I was like, now yeah, I'm paranoid,
2: <laughs> but I didn't breathe. Very well. <laughs> okay, so he only got a little bit of plague. Yeah,
1: just a little bit.
0: of plague. <laughs> oh my god, so, you know the wrath were bad, but, uh, but one of the things that happened, so mm-hmm. so I say, is there anybody here? If there's anybody here with us? Can you give us a sign? And as soon as I said that, I really felt like somebody was touching my hair and kind of caressing my hair. And I said, uh, guys, I think I feel like someone's touching my hair. So, of course, they come running over. And Tammy kind of feels back there. She said it felt like there was, like, this major amount of static electricity back there. And all of a sudden, she and Ryan both see two of my little hairs doing a little
1: dance. A
0: little <laughs> so, it was kind of interesting. And then I got goosebumps all so, I don't know. It could have been paranormal or it could have just been static electricity that was, like, rampant. But,
1: uh, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Was...
0: So, I have a little video.
1: What, 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 what? Video?
0: Well, yes, I, I was I was using my phone video.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I actually was trying to put the phone behind my head, but I yeah. not
1: Oh. So,
0: but you can see the back of my hair.
1: <laughs> sticking up. Yeah. Let me like, you see yeah. your bad head.
0: Yeah, so I was telling him, next time, just make sure at least come running out with their video camera. <laughs> <laughs> and not uh, one of those you know, personal experience stories. hmm uh, I'm sure I'm going to get it. I'm going to get a lecture from Ross it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So nobody grabbed their, their video camera and light?
2: I'm telling you, you gotta go everywhere with a camera nowadays—a camcorder.
1: I'm gonna have above my head. Yes,
2: <laughs> we'll put a big old so, camera thingy. Yeah, so the whole my head. yeah, for the radio <laughs> people, you can't see. I'm reenacting her camera rig on her head. <laughs> and we had a. Walk-
0: and um, I, I can actually say something because we're not going to have investigation, Um, mm-hmm. but we debunked it really well and I was really proud of the team we had that day because um, you know she had some she had a lot of strange experiences in one room and we were or they were doing um, the electromagnetic field detectors in that room and the EMF was off charts from mm. the fluorescent lighting and fog, things like that. And, uh, you know, there was a few other things that we, we kind of debunked and it was just like, wow. So that was really good. So we're not going to do an investigation. And she was really afraid um, to have children around. She thought that they would, you know, be really scared. So, you know, so I think we debunked it pretty well, but you know, having high EMF will, you know, have make you feel paranoid. Um, you know, make you sick, have headaches. It can do a lot of damage. So yeah, so, really well. Oh.
1: Sorry, that's just my phone, not a ghost. Oh <laughs> 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 so, yeah,
0: but cool. That's about it. That's all I can,
1: you know, throw in there real quick. Five minutes to spare. (laughs) Okay, well, we got the Port Gamble conference.
0: Yes. That's right. And Jake did an amazing job. I thought it was really good. It was a hands-on experience. Everybody had a great time. They loved it.
2: Uh, Yeah. And June did her travel album. Oh, just so you know, in the month of October, June goes on tour to every popular library in the country to give this lecture. So, make sure you buy tickets in advance. That would be fun, actually.
0: <laughs> but I had a lot of fun doing my library talk. So, um, you know, I, I, and I'm thinking of branching out doing and making, like, different regions. I think I'm going to do a haunted castle. Um, Mm -hmm. one that we have been to, you know, the South,
2: the East Coast, the West Coast. (laughs) (laughs) But she, she played evidence (laughs) with each location, which makes it even
1: better. Yeah.
0: So it was fun. But the video, of course, did not work. My mistake. Next time I'm going to do my own laptop.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's right, kids. Remember, use your own tech.
0: Yep. I've learned the hard way.
2: <laughs> I mean, some of it was just fine. It's the... You know, some things didn't make it onto a USB stick, so
1: you got to use your laptop. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Learned the hard way. But other than that, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Especially spending the day with Jake and Sandy. Less.
2: Yes. It was fun. No. We hung out. We bought tchotchkes. We drank whiskey straight. No, Chaser. Did we? <laughs> no, Did we? Just <laughs> yeah. we had coffee <laughs> and I had pumpkin pie. <laughs> Did I miss that? I, I had coffee and pie. <laughs> pie.
1: Mm-hmm. Are we going to do it next yeah. year then? Well, I
0: yeah. guess yeah ready for the Oregon Ghost Conference. I don't think I'm speaking at that.
2: Oh, when but, is that March or May?
0: That is March.
2: Okay. Maybe I'll head down for that. Oh, I cannot. We've got a trip.
1: I will not be able to do that one.
0: Yeah, it's March
1: 27th. 28th. Okay. Oh, I might be able to go. It's in Portland?
0: It is in Seaside.
2: So oh, I know Seaside. A- yeah. Five hours. But it's really cool. It's right by Astoria. It's really mm-hmm. awesome. You know, Astoria from Goonies, folks.
0: Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. So Wendy, we've been flapping our gums all episode, and we only have two minutes left. (laughs) 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 What's
1: your favorite thing about our Uh, (laughs) fur? I'm I'm boring and don't
3: (gasps) know. No. No. No.
0: I don't go. <laughs> but you you actually had a lot of good shows. um the and An- the Avalon Annmin out on the Water Witch and you had on your Sunday evening show. So yep. you had a lot of lot we had and, a lot of kids and just days ago I had Joe Wild on and her mm-hmm. crazy group of Texan family. Well <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. It was. Um it it went long uh like two and a half two hours five minutes out in a long but but we never stopped laughing basically. and a lot of really good movies, and it was it was a lot of fun honestly. oh that's awesome yep that's that's when it came really fun. yes mm-hmm.
1: indeed <laughs> but uh let's see I don't
2: know I what think, else. Yeah. yeah. I've, I, I mean... We got one minute. Yeah, we had... You can check the... out more information at ghostlyactivities.com and mm-hmm. you can
1: also check out the uh, ghost website at ghost.org. Mm-hmm. Org. Org. Yeah. Org. Org.
0: check out... We will put the signature update on YouTube. What's that? Utah. <laughs> on Utah. <YouTube. laughs> <laughs> on <YouTube. laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, you talk. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, then I think that wraps it for the evening. Thank you, listeners, for, well, listening to me yeah. pretty much run my gum, gums well, about, flap my gums yeah, about the shows. Yeah, like to like, hear your
1: opinions of shows you like mm-hmm. and, and things
0: like that. You know, you fun. Fun. please, yeah, go to our Facebook page, the Cafe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Same with our website. And yep. And all kinds of other places. Type it in Bing search because
2: Bing is better than Google sometimes. <laughs> True. Active. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm just saying the Google BERT update was kind of a disaster. So <laughs> okay. okay. If you're listening, Googlers, what the What, dude, what? What did you do?
1: <laughs> Good to know.
2: <laughs> yeah. So if you're seeing some wonky Googleness... It was that Burt update. I'm just like oh, okay. I search for plenty of paranormal stuff. I'm like, what? What? What is this?
1: What?
0: What? I I noticed different myself, but I know there was a big update today on when I did the restart. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, guys. Right, guys. Well, well, this brings us to the end of the evening. I have a rather raucous, outgoing track for the show. It's Drown by Bring Me to the hori- or Bring Me the Horizon.
0: Oh, okay. I'll try I to get know. that for the uh, YouTube video too.
2: I'll just pack it on the end. Okay. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Have a good All night. Right. Bye. Bye.
3: You wish you were dead Got a hole in my soul Growing deeper and deeper And I can't take What am I